Welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm your host, Lori LeBay, and I'm so excited that you're joining us today. We are going to have a fascinating conversation, as usual, as we learn from people all around the world at all ages and stages of life. Stay tuned as we shift our dementia care from crisis to comfort. All right, here we go. What you think about. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to Alzheimer's Speaks. Can you believe we are in the midst of a holiday season? And I hope those of you that are traveling or waiting for people to travel to you are patient and safe uh, during this time. I know I'm in Minnesota. We had about nine inches of fluffy snow this time, which is nice. And it doesn't seem too bad out right now, uh, though the roads I know are really tough. But uh, looking out, it looks beautiful. But uh, we're not looking forward to the winds coming in the blizzard conditions that are going to hit us along with so many around the country. So uh, be safe, be loved, be patient, and be merry during this time. Now, today's show um, is live. We're an open mic, which means anybody can call in on anything dementia. So it doesn't make any difference where you are in the world. Um, It doesn't make any difference who you are if you're living with dementia, if you have concerns maybe that a loved one might be showing signs, maybe you're a current care partner, a researcher, maybe you've written a book or a film or a song or uh, have a, there's so many different types of businesses out there that, that um, a lot of people don't even know about. So uh, if you've got something that you're grateful for, maybe something that you've learned, um, please call in and share that with us. Or maybe you've got a concern and going, why isn't anybody addressing this? Well, speak up and speak out um, because you never know who might uh, pick up the ball and run with it. So the number to call into today is 323-870-4602. Again, that's 323-870-4602. And again, if you just want to share your personal story of caring, um, that is absolutely fine. You know, our whole mode here is about not not just talking about sound bites and, and trying to be edgy. We really want to have sound information. We want to talk to people who are actually involved in the trenches, trying to make a difference or, or trying to live graciously alongside this disease. And so, again, everyone is welcome to call in. Again, that number is 323-870-4602. Again, that's 323-870-4602. Before I pull in, we've got a couple of people in the the wings here. I'd like to just do a couple of shout-outs. So um, one, I want to say, if you haven't gone to our new website, i got to give us a shout-out to alzheimerspeaks.com. Please check it out. We really tried to design it so it's much more user-friendly. In fact, we have one page that is just dedicated to free educational resources. And there you can access the radio show. You can get information on Dementia Chats, which is the voice of people living with the disease. So the true experts are giving us their insights and advice. Um, You will hear also um, some some dementia quick tips, um, which are from my personal experience of, you know, my mom lived with dementia for 30 years. There's information. Maybe you want to learn about a memory cafe or cre- uh, create a memory cafe or a dementia-friendly community. I was honored to be um, partnered with the uh, Lutheran Home Association. We launched the very first one in the U.S. Um, so I'm glad to talk with anybody about these things, um, as well as dementia in the earth which is something fairly new. And um, we also do speaking and training, uh, marketing, and very excited. 
Uh, we're going to be launching a book this year called Betty the Bald Chicken Lessons in How to Care. So the, the website page still isn't perfect, but it's, uh, it's in the works. I've been dealing with some personal issues with my puppy at this end, so I haven't gotten it as tweaked as I'd like. Um, but uh, I'm really excited about that as well. So we're going to hear from the um, Adaptive Equipment and Caregiving Corner, and then we're going to uh, pop into our first call-in. Again, that number is 323-870-4602. We'd love to have you join the conversation. I love the footbar walker, and let me tell you why. It is the option for my toolbox that I've been waiting for. Let's be honest, there are some clients who, despite our best rehab efforts, just aren't able to return to performing a sit-to-stand transfer on their own. Now I can offer my caregivers an easier, safer option that doesn't involve hoisting their loved one up from a sitting position. I don't recommend this walker for all of my clients, but I do recommend this walker for those caregivers looking for an easier, safer option with transfers. I would also encourage other therapists to add this walker to their toolbox. It's kind of like having my own mobile parallel bars for the client to pull up on. Whether it's a family caregiver at home helping a loved one with Parkinson's or dementia, CNAs in a long-term care facility assisting their patients, or therapists adapting to client and caregiver-specific needs, we now have a very safe and effective option to offer in the footbar walker. Check this product out at thefootbarwalker.com. That's it for today from Adaptive Equipment and Caregiving Corner. Have a great day, and don't forget, if you can't do it, adapt it. Wonderful. We are back, and I'm going to pull in our first caller. Uh, they are calling from the last digits of their phone number, are 4042. That's 4042. You are live on Alzheimer Speaks Radio. Do you mind introducing yourself? Hi, Lori. Thank you for taking my call. I'm John Barczyk from Lakeville, Michigan. Wonderful. Well, thanks for calling in, John. Um, how did you How did you hear about us? I always like to find that out from people as well. Well, I, I heard about you through a, another uh, uh, Alzheimer's organization, the, the Tipa Snow organization. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, she suggested that you are doing a great job and that it would, might be a good idea for me to talk to you about something that I've done. Well, let's hear what you've done, John. I'm excited and I'm, I'm glad you called in today. So thank you for taking the time. Well, uh, what I what I did fundamentally was to write a song. And the song really is about offering comfort to people as they encounter each crisis that is inevitable in dealing with Alzheimer's. Uh, my wife, Joyce, passed away uh, just a few months ago after struggling for over 10 years with early onset Alzheimer's. When she was first diagnosed, I, I was convinced that would be a cure before it was too late. But as the disease progressed, hope just kind of faded away. Uh, in 2015, Harvard published a study that got my attention. It concluded that music therapy can actually improve quality of life for dementia patients. Now, it was not uh, positioned as a cure, but quality of life is so important for the patient and for the family. Frankly, I didn't know what music therapy was, and the study I read didn't explain it. But I was determined to incorporate it into my wife's care. So I, I set up Spotify and Pandora uh, playlists with songs that I knew Joyce would like. And then I played them all day long. And, and it, it did seem to calm her. And she often responded to the lyrics in, in, in almost comical ways at times. It, it was really comforting to her and me. But it, it really wasn't music therapy. At any rate, I, I, I kept trying to improve on this, and I, I started looking for other songs to add to the list. And I became aware that there are a lot of songs about Alzheimer's, but there, there's something missing in all those songs. They all tend to be sad songs, and they don't offer much hope. So I decided to write a song for my wife, Joyce, with that in mind. 
I, I called it halfway to heaven. My goal was to frame that long, hard struggle, that, that struggle of sequential crises as a journey, a journey that sufferers and their family members could really relate to in a way that might offer them just a little bit of hope. Well, when Joyce entered hospice care in her last year, Hospice of Michigan provided us with a wonderful board-certified music therapist, Caitlin Ridgway, and she was fantastic. That's when I found out there really was a discipline and, and a science to music therapy. One day, Caitlin sang my song to Joyce, Halfway to Heaven, and then she went on to sing it to other of her patients. She said that every time she sang that song, the patients and their families, they, they, they had such an emotional connection to the words. So she recorded the song and sent it to me. She recorded it on her phone, and I recorded an introduction to it on my phone. And uh, that's what I, I'd like to play for you today, the, the uh, collaboration of uh, Caitlin Ridgway with my introduction. Okay, well, let's do that, and then uh, we'll come back and talk with you after we hear it. This is a song of hope for people with Alzheimer's and their loved ones. Maybe the long timeline doesn't matter. Maybe they are not only suffering, maybe they are en route. Perhaps a clue is embedded in the disease itself. Nearly all Alzheimer's sufferers repeatedly say, I want to go home. It has puzzled medical professionals because it is usually uttered in the patient's home. They are already home. Maybe the home is not the one of this earth. Slowly, day by day, as the disease progresses, they get closer and closer to home, a better place. Maybe they are halfway to heaven. Why it can change you in so many ways Could be the answer It's simple, they say You're on a journey And well on your way You're halfway to heaven I want you to know The angels are coming To take you back home You're halfway to heaven the angels are here, you're halfway to heaven, my dear. You love hearing music and sing right along with words you create to familiar songs. You see your reflection in windows and mirrors. You smile and say hi as though it can halfway to heaven I want you to know the angels are coming to take you back home you're halfway to heaven the angels are near you're halfway to heaven my dear you were so good so kind and so true harsh words and hard feelings were no part of you our life was a great one, some ups and some downs, our love is the sunshine that makes us go round. You're halfway to heaven, I want you to know, the angels are coming to take you back home. You're halfway to heaven, the angels are near. Our names have all left you forever, I fear. You're drifting away, yet we persevere. Through every new challenge, the angels draw near. You're halfway to heaven, I want you to know. The angels are coming to take you back home. You're 
any single religion or any religion at all. It's just it's just that somewhere at the end of that journey, it's going to be better. Yep, yep, exactly. When I was getting teary, I just thinking of my little puppy that's going to go over the rainbow here on Monday after the Christmas holiday, and I was thinking the same thing. She'll be better, you know. Yeah. That uh, strikes a chord, right? right, right. My wife's caregiver still visits me, and she just had to take care of one of her puppies, and she was devastated. I I, I know what uh, what you're going through. Yep. It's hard. It's hard. But again, so so many times throughout this journey, we can feel so lost, and the comfort we can get in a song or a book or, you know, a prose or just a, a, a compassionate conversation with someone can just change our mood and and give us some peace. And, so you my, know, I think that – oh, go ahead. I'm going to say my wife was a, a registered nurse, and she spent her whole life helping people. And I, I thought probably the best legacy for her would somehow help other people with her story, and, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to do. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I will post this to the blog, um, and um, and after the show is over, I'll, I will add the link to the um, to the video as well on there. And again, I thank you so much, Sean, for taking the time to put this all together and to reach out to me and to share this. Um, will help you push it out even further because I do think a lot of people will find comfort in that. So thank you. Um, well, thank I you do. for for letting. Oops, we got cut off there. It sounds like. Um, well, I do want to remind people again: if you want to call in, if you have something that you uh, want to share with our audience, please call in three two three eight seven zero four six zero two. That's three two three eight seven zero four six zero two. And again, it just has to be dementia and caregiving related, and um, we'll go from there. We've got another caller uh, from a 4251 number. 4251, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us where you're from and why you're calling in? Yes, I'd be happy to. Hi, Lori. This is Mary Crescenzo. I'm calling from Topanga, California. Um, I'm so touched by John's song, and I just need to say that that is a perfect example of a caregiver being proactive and engaging in art for joy. And I'll talk about that in a minute again in regard to my book. But I so appreciated that song. Um, Well, it's been a really busy year for me, and I'm very grateful. I want to say hi to all of your listeners. Um, This year... I I want to say I'm thrilled to announce that in September, I became a recipient of the 2022 MODS Award for Innovation in Alzheimer's and Dementia Care for my work as a pioneer in arts engagement uh, based on my book, The Planet Alzheimer's Guide, Eight Ways the Arts Can Transform the Life of Your Loved One and Your Own, which the book had its first anniversary this year as well in September as a publication on Amazon. And um, as a master teaching artist, I've worked for many years using music, visual art, movement, dance, storytelling, etc., with persons with Alzheimer's and various forms of dementia. And the book so addresses what John has done. It's a way to say to caregivers, you can engage in the arts, which is a natural, innate thing in all of us, if you believe that, trust me, it's true. And that way John took his creativity and turned this song into something for his wife and became joyous to him in, in the midst of all this. And now you're going to share it, and I know you know, Lori, how arts are so important. But anyway, that's um, one of the things that has happened. Um, In June, I staged and directed my play, Planet A, about the inner world of Alzheimer's as a fundraiser for the Alzheimer's Association. Um, And that was a thrill for me as well. Um, The play is actually available through my website for licensing 
if someone wanted to present it as a reading or even on the stage, it's it's not just a play about this disease. It's a way to say you're not alone and here are the myths about this and here's a better way to understand it. Um, and it's monologue-based. And so um, we always have a Q&A afterwards with someone from one of the Alzheimer's associations so people can leave and speak before they leave about their experience. So that was another blessing. And then lastly, in November, I was a presenter at the Alzheimer's Los Angeles Festival, Making Memories. So this was quite a busy year, but I am grateful for every single moment. Oh, and I can't forget that um, I have the honor to be a guest co-host on Lori's, um, one of her, her episodes that her her features on her wonderful show, which I'm, I think it's called Dementia in the Arts, and it's a panel uh, of persons who make art and who have various stages of dementia and Alzheimer's, and I get to talk with them, with Lori, and I get to learn so much about this proactiveness, not just from persons with Alzheimer's and dementia, but from the caregivers who bring this into their life. Art is natural in all of us, and if we embrace it, it can really help us through the challenges of this. So I'm I'm so happy to have the opportunity to share this with everyone, and I thank you for your show, Lori. Well, you you do such fantastic work. Um, I do want to just kind of highlight a couple of things. When you mentioned Maud's Awards, I mean, kudos to you. I mean, they get tons of applications and to be one of their winners so you know that um really kind of floats you to the the cream of the the crop there so kudos for you and your work and i was just Thank thinking you. gosh john should maybe submit next year his song and um yeah. see yes. where, see where it leads it wouldn't it would not hurt to do that um mods awards for those who don't know is it's not a grant. It's actually for something you've already done, and you can um, you can apply as an individual or as a company, you know, or an organization. And individuals, uh, the the um, award is I believe five thousand dollars, and I think they gave that to I think five people this year, and then they gave out um, three to organizations, which was twenty five thousand dollars. And you know, there's no you have to spend it any certain way, you know, you could go on a cruise or buy a car or you could reinvest it into dementia. Um, it, it really is up to you, but it's a, it's a huge pat on the back. And Richard Ferry and his wife, Maude, who uh, lived with dementia, who has since passed, um, are the, the creators of it. And it's just a fabulous, fabulous uh, organization. So I do encourage people to check out Maude's awards. They also... Um, do stuff with technology too, uh, where they give seed money uh, for, and they usually pick out you know three different things that they're working on there. So um, it's, it's an amazing. You, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, was there anything you wanted to add about Mods Awards? Oh that? yes, absolutely. It's an amazing organization. Uh, it is based in Seattle, um, and this award has helped me to spread the word not just about the book, which is also the program that was awarded, but just to be out there and find ways that I can share this with other people. I mean, it has been, um, it's been such a, a gift in so many ways. I'm meeting so many people through this all around the world and uh, preparing to, to speak at conferences. And again, this award was so helpful in doing this, and we got to make um, acceptance speeches. I was lucky enough to be in Seattle for that. So I encourage anyone uh, who has a, some kind of innovation in this field to check it out. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And, um, and I want to thank you also for uh, co-hosting Dimension the Arts with me. Um, people can access that um, by just going to Alzheimer's Speaks to our free educational resources, and there's a whole page dedicated um, to this. And what we do is we do um, videos, and we've been doing panels, but I think in, the, I think in 2023 we're going to be doing individuals because we're mm. interviewing people all over the world, so time, time zones get a little complicated. But the, the, the artwork, the stories behind them, 
how they make people feel. Um, they will change your mind on what is possible with dementia. Um, I think, I mean, it, it's absolutely. Just absolutely incredible. And then we also on that page have a photo gallery of artwork. And so you'll see everything from, you know, coloring to watercolors to oils to photography, woodworking, clay work, jewelry, um, sketches, uh, electronic um, painting and uh, design. I mean, it, it really is. You know, watercolors, uh, one woman, uh, Cynthia, she paints with coffee. Uh, It it really is truly amazing. Uh, Harry Urban, I love his story. He was having trouble, you know, dealing with his lathe. um, And his wife was thinking that it wasn't safe. So he ended up buying a 3D printer and he learned how to use that. Now he has two of them, I guess. And And he's just cranking stuff out. Um, and he, you know, he joked, he said, yeah, it's supposed to take you, you know, two to three hours to put together. He says, it probably took me two to three days, but, um, you know, I got it and he's just off and running with things. But again, some of the stories behind the artwork, um, you know, music is welcome. Um, we have even some, um, architectural design layout that somebody's done. So, uh, poetry, it's just, you know, art comes in all different kinds of forms, and so we don't want to leave anybody out with that. So if you're interested, you can reach, you know, you can reach me through the Dimension the Arts page, and um, we're just doing those quarterly. I'd, I'd love to be able to do them more often if I can just adjust my schedule. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, right now, it's just trying to find time to breathe you know, with everything. <laughs> But um, well, it's, I'd be happy to do it with you as often as you can fit it in because it's a, a wonderful segment to your program. Um, and I learned so much from all of the artists. Oh, me too. And we have on the side, we've got some resources, you know, that people can tap into as well uh, for the arts. And so, again, you can you can uh, you can find the Planet Alzheimer's Guide, Eight Ways uh the arts can transform your life of your loved one and your own. Uh, you know, Mark Timmons does photography. We've got um, Dementia Action Alliance that has a arts and dementia group. So, you know, there's all different types of things out there that you can uh, that you can check into, you know, with that. So, um, again, thank you for for being on my side and being or being at my side. Um, with that because you're just the the perfect partner. um, Oh, absolutely. Thank you. And everyone who's listening know that there is art in you and even in a person with Alzheimer's and dementia. It's there for you to find, to be open to, and it will bring joy. Yep. Oh, for sure. Absolutely, for sure. Well, you know, I'm I'm thrilled at all you've accomplished, and I can't wait to see what you do uh, come 2023, because it does seem like doors have really opened, uh, you know, for you, and it's just, it's great to see your your profile being raised. I mean, it was out there before, but it's just fun to see more and more people know about the work that you're doing, and... um, why don't you go ahead and give your contact information out if you'd okay. like to? Yes, I would. Thank you so much. So my website is www.marycrescenzo.com. I'm going to spell that for you. So www.marycres, as in Sam, C-E-N-Z as in zebra, O. Dot com And you can learn all about me and all that I do. And I have an email uh, contact uh, section on that. And feel free to contact me through the email. I'll receive it and I'll reply because I'm there for everyone who has questions about what I do with arts and Alzheimer's and how they can do it too. Thank yep. you. Thanks, Lori. Well, and you are also on uh, Dementia Map. And I, and I believe yes. John put his... Um, his song out there as well. I'll have to pull him back in. So I just put in Planet um, for you on the, on the okay. search, and you popped right up um, with oh. that. But you could, look on, you could look under books. You could look under art. You could probably look under different things, and, and uh, Mary would, would pop up under keywords 
with that. So thank you so much for um, oh, you're sharing, sharing what you're doing and, and keep it up. Um, I, I'm so um, honored to call you a friend and a colleague. So oh, thank you. Likewise. Oh, I have to mention one other thing, if I may. Lori sure. has a book out. It's a children's book. And I had the privilege to get to read it in advance and make a little comment on it. Check that out because it's all about caring. And isn't that what this is all about? Yep. And we're probably not going to, we're doing uh, pre-orders on it right now. It's called Betty the Bald Chicken, um, Lessons in How to Care. And it actually is a keynote of mine that I've done for years that actually my audiences have been, you know, saying for years, Laura, you got to make this into a book. You got to make this into a book. And um, I've been working on it forever and it just didn't seem like the right time. And I'm actually glad that we waited uh, to do this mm-hmm. right now, because I think with, uh, you know, and it's not just something that you can use for dementia. Um, it's something that gets us talking about feelings. In fact, I had a, a girlfriend read it to her um, grandsons, and she said, oh, my gosh, she said, and again, we have a kind of a list of questions in the back, and she said, we found out one of our grandsons was really struggling with um, hmm. feeling left out and, and very sad because he would go out for recess and when he couldn't find his friends, he just felt really lost. And so it opened up the door to that conversation because there's questions about have you ever felt like Betty when she's felt ostracized and, you know, kind of pushed away. And and um, they said it was just wonderful because none of us had any idea that he was struggling with this. And so oh, they wow. could they could talk about that. So I think it's something, I also think it's something that the kids are going to teach us about how to care as Mm -hmm. well, um, because their innocent eyes see things so differently and they're not as judgmental sometimes as as adults there. So thanks for giving a plug for uh, Betty the Bald Chicken. Oh, Um, of course. appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you again and have a, a wonderful holiday for those who celebrate and the new year. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing the next caller as well. Thank you so okay. much. Sounds good. Thanks, Mary. Take um, care. So, so again, uh, if you are listening and you have a story that you would like to share, please feel free to call in at 323-870-4602, 323-870-4602. I never quite know. How many people will have call in? Sometimes uh, we can't get to them all, but I also know Christmas is around the corner. I also know there's a lot of people that have lost their internet um, and even electricity right now with this storm that is blowing over the state. So I am grateful that we are still safe here in Minnesota where I'm at. I'm going to pull John back in here if he's still here. Let's see. John, are you still with me? Yes, I am. You are. So, um, you know, Mary and I had mentioned Maud's Awards, and that might be something that you want to check into. And, uh, you know, so the the submission is really quite simple to do. They've made it really, really easy. And if you have any questions, you can actually talk to somebody about it as well. But it might give you, you know, if you won, it might give you some funding to just even be able to push this out a little further in different ways as well. So just yeah, that's a, a good idea. Just a thought there. And then yep. remi- remind me, um, did you list your song? I thought you did on Dementia Map. You did. Okay. So, again, people can find you on Dementia Map just putting in Halfway to Heaven or I just put in Heaven and you, and you popped right up there. And then when you click on that card, you'll get the link, you know, to go to that video right away. But, again, we yeah, will... And- Go, go also, ahead. On, on Dementia Map, uh, I uh, actually on the, the YouTube site that Dementia Map takes you to, uh, the uh, instructions or the uh, write-up under the video, uh, I included the lyrics and the chords uh, for the song so that other music therapists could use it. Okay. Wonderful. Well, that's fantastic. That's absolutely fantastic. Um, I, I just love, 
people in this industry, they just share from the heart. And, you know, to me, those collaborations are so important. I really think that that's what makes a difference in uh, making this world spin smoothly. And, uh, you know, we, we, we can teach each other the lessons that we learned along the way, making their journey a, a little lighter, I think. And then, you know, the things that you're doing, Mary's doing, um, it inspires people to say, hey, maybe maybe I can take my idea and move it forward as well. I think that that is a really important factor uh, for people to, to do as well. Was there anything else that you wanted to share with us, John? No, I... I, I uh... I think I covered everything. Okay. Well, but I would encourage okay. people to look for the, the video because I think uh, it, it's kind of a, a very positive way to look at the journey. And I, I, I think having gone through that journey, I know how, how much people need that. Oh, exactly. Exactly. It's, uh, it's very important to, to be able to find that support. There's nothing like not feeling alone. You know, when you're down in the dumps and you feel like you're alone, it's a, it's a, it's a tough road to hoe. And uh, so when you, when you find that space, when you, you know, find others, um, and there's just such a comfort in that. And it doesn't make any difference if they're in your same city or, you know, if they're in another country. Um, people feel the same thing and, and the support that's out there is, is absolutely incredible for people. So don't limit yourself by thinking, you know, I've got to find something right in my backyard anymore. Things are shared all over the world all the time, uh, helping one another. So thank you so much, John. I, I really do appreciate it. Well, thank you. Okay. Um, I do. I we don't have anybody else calling in quite yet. Again, if anyone wants to, it's three two three eight seven zero four six zero two. I'm going to highlight a couple of things that um, just popped up. Um, Dr. Lakeland um, it, on Facebook, and if you go to my Facebook page or Alzheimer Speaks Radio page, you'll see this. Um, but she is a gerontologist with Home Instead. And she highlighted her top five caregiver chats that she had this past year, plus a bonus one. And, you know, I was lucky enough to be honored to be one of those, uh, but that's not why I mentioned that the information from all these other professionals are, is so valuable as well. And Lakeland just does such a great job of having a really comfortable conversation where you just feel like you're right in the room with her, and I think you'll get some great tips. So um, please check that out and um, and follow her. She she does some really really um, you know great work. Also, um, the Media Planet just did an Alzheimer's awareness campaign, and so again, you can go to the the website or the blog. Um, or you can go to um, any of my Facebook pages, my Lori LeBay or my Alzheimer Speaks Radio or Alzheimer Speaks in general, and you can find a link to the Media um, Media Planet USA um, Alzheimer's Awareness Campaign. It also came out in print in USA Today, but they have several great articles. I believe uh, Tipa's on the cover of the print um, ad, but they, they really cover it from a lot of a lot of great, great angles. And I also want to give a shout out to um, Stronger Memory. Um, this, is a, this is a great tool that people can use, and they've had wonderful results in terms of, you know, beefing up the brain and making connections a little bit deeper, a little bit longer, and it's free. So you can go to um, Goodwin Living. Um, and they have a tab on top for stronger memory. And I always find it interesting because uh, Rob Liebrich, um is the executive director there, and he created it because of his own mother uh, was, was struggling with some cognitive issues. So check out stronger memory. I think you'll, you'll find that uh, to be very, very helpful as well with that. And I also wanted to um, mention when it comes to music therapy and the arts, 
um, you know, given we were talking with John about this and how he created his playlist. If you go to Alzheimer's Speaks YouTube channel, um, I have a playlist there that has been um, really kind of fun, and it's called um, Mom, um, The Power of Music. And I have a bunch of short little videos listed there where we had a musician come in and sing with my mom when she was in her um, more in her end stages. And so they were going to spend an hour with her. It ended up only being a half an hour, but those clips are so powerful because she might be sleeping and then she just kind of wakes up and you see her fingers going and her toes going and she remembers some of the lyrics. Um, but the smile on her face and the twinkle in the eye and the little giggles that comes out every now and then um, to this day still melts my heart. And so I encourage people to capture those moments because like I said earlier, my mom's been gone since 2014, but I can just be having a really crappy day. And all I have to do is look at one of those videos and it just changes everything for me. So don't miss out on capturing the joy that is right before you. Um, there, there's so much out there. And so often we get stuck in wanting things the way the way they always were. Um, I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about dementia map, just in case people aren't familiar with, uh, with that. Um, dementia map is something that myself and Dave Weidrich uh, put together during COVID. And it's a global resource directory where people can find both profit, nonprofit, and government agencies listed. But I will tell you, we don't just put everyone in there to make us look bigger and better. Um, we ask that the organizations or the individuals list themselves because we want to make sure people get back to you because uh, there's nothing more frustrating than um, people not responding. And so we have like 150 different categories that you can choose from. You can search um, from five miles to 200 miles or city, state, or country, or all over the world. And I really encourage people, if it's not a, a clinic or a adult day or, you know, a housing community, you know, search globally. You will be shocked, absolutely shocked at all of the wonderful resources that are out there that you had no idea. Um, we also have a calendar of events which I have to tell you for uh, 2023 looks pretty slim because everybody's dealing with the holidays and the storms right now, but that will be filling out again. We have the uh, glossary of terms because I know from my experience, you don't know what you don't know, so you don't even know what to search for or what to ask for. And then we have a blog that has lots of great, great articles. Um, and so, uh, you know, I'm just going to name a, a couple of these um that are, that are just current ones. One is uh, Dr. Ann Kenny, and she just wrote one on assisted living to support cognitive loss and dementia. Um, Seni, who is a company that works with incontinence products, uh, wrote a beautiful article about hopeful holidays. Uh, there is another one that recommends eight foods if someone has this, uh, needs a dysphagia diet. Uh, we've got Jet Companion there going home for the last time. Uh, Joe and Bella, uh, which is all about adaptive clothing that's quite amazing. Um, Medor, which is a wonderful magazine that is adult-oriented and um, is beautifully designed. Um, meditative movements. I mean, I can go on and on and on uh, with the articles there, but I, I highly recommend that you, you check that out. And then in the resource directory, we have, um, out of those 150 categories, we've broken them down into um, about seven major categories. So we have one if you're searching for activities. We have one that's educational, one on housing, Media, so that covers like if someone's got a YouTube channel, a blog, or a newsletter, radio show. Um, we've got products, all different types of products, um, uh, support services, and then B2B. But you don't have to search by category. You can also search by dots on the map if, if that's what you prefer. You can look at the cards. Um, you might want to check out things like Saltbox TV, which is a free online streaming service. 
that was designed specifically for seniors in mind, or if you have someone who needs assistance with um, with their walking and mobility, the Foot Bar Walker is an absolutely fantastic product that was designed by two friends for two friends. Um, because there can be a lot of strain, you know, both on the person using the walker and the care partner in terms of just getting them up and down all the time. And uh, the foot bar walker really alleviates that. And um, pricing is wonderful. Uh, we have people um, listed in here who are living with dementia, who have written books, who have videos, who have blogs. Um, so sometimes and you might be one of those, you might be somebody who has some great information, but you don't see yourself as a resource because you're not a company. Um, you're just a, a spouse. You're, you're just a, a daughter, you know, and trying to make a difference in your own way, but you are of value. And so, you know, we wanted to make sure that it was accessible to everyone. So no one needs to give any personal information out in order to access it. And in order to list your product, service, or tool, um, you, uh, we have a free uh, membership as well as paid ones that give you, you know, more marketing and things there. So, you know, don't overlook that. And, you know, I hope that you'll share it with people as well. This uh, dimension map has actually, this whole concept has been a, a dream of mine for over 40 years. And it's, it's something I, I feel really strongly about and, um, and really honored. Now, it looks like we have somebody from a 7174 number. So I'm going to go ahead and pull them in. 7174, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us where you're from? Hi, Laurie. It's Patty Carlson. How are you? I am doing good. How are you doing, Patty? I'm doing really well. Uh, I'm in Colorado, as you probably know. Lori and I are, <clears throat> have been friends for over a year now. And I do wanted to, uh, did want to uh, commend you, Lori, on <clears throat> how sensitive you are to the emotional uh, state of mind that so many people dealing with uh, Alzheimer's and uh, dementia are facing. And I really, I really sense that when I listen to you on your show, how deeply you understand it, having having uh, lost your mom. Thank you. Well, you know, over 30 years, you know, you're either going to feel it or you're really that that would be some awful deep denial. And I don't think I'm strong enough to <laughs> to block that out for 30 years. To be honest with you. Um, uh, well, not that you're not what you're not so much what you're feeling inside of yourself, but your compassion for everyone else. This mm-hmm. is a compassion that just really comes across, and uh, I commend you on that. I think it's remarkable and uh, it's wonderful to hear, and I think that your entire audience uh, feels the same way. Oh, thank you. Well, why don't you tell people, give us an update on your research project? And what that's all about, because, you know, we're always getting new listeners, and I know you're getting in new data all the time. So we're doing really well. Um, We have a a big project we're going to be launching in March of uh, 23. But um, we bring something different to to, um, the care, you know, your program is predominantly about caring for people who have – Alzheimer's and dementia, but what we're bringing to the table is a discovery of a different kind of a relationship between music and the brain, and uh, we found that specific numeric sequences, very simple, one through seven, if you can count to seven, you can do this program, a very, we have a program that is very step-by-step, this is what you do. This is where you put your fingers. This is these are the musical tones you play, and then you play them from different locations uh, on a piano keyboard. And it's very simple. It has nothing to do with music education. It's a, a tonal sequencing program. And the great news, and I think the remarkable news, and going to be big news in 2023 is that we have successfully reversed the disease. We have successfully reversed Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, long-term stroke disability, 
uh, in other fields. The exact same program has um, uh, completely brought a child who had an incurable um, speech disease, um, an, an autism uh, spectrum disease, completely incurable. Three months later, he was talking just fine. Uh, children who have been studying the program have have uh, gone from uh, failing math, failing science, and failing reading to 98 and 100% within five weeks of starting the program. It's affecting behavior. So my personal um, consensus of the discovery is we have actually discovered uh, that a numeric sequence, numeric, a numeric language of music program could very well, in fact, most likely is the innate inherent uh, language of the human brain to which the circuitry of the human brain is responding uh, its code. Basically, it's very similar to computer code, if not exactly the same. And uh, it's, it's huge. It's absolutely huge discovery, not so much for myself that I'm, you know, I'm very very grateful to be a part of this program. The program is under U.S. patent protection, which is not so much why I'm saying that is is for, you know, intellectual property rights. That's not really the point. The point is to the audience to understand that this is a program that has never been done before. It is a unique way of conveying musical information. Uh, the program is in its beta testing. Um, you can access the program for free in a, in a video that's posted online at alzheimersresearchproject.com. There's no apostrophe in Alzheimer's. It's just alzheimersresearchproject.com. And we are reaching out to everybody. It's, it's hard for me, Lori, to watch people like Bruce Willis and Celine Dion suffering uh, and they don't know about this. Um, mm -hmm. It's not about playing music because um, uh, Glenn Campbell died. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne has Parkinson's. People who are involved in their entire life of playing music still get Alzheimer's and still pass away from this disease. This is a unique program that, you know, and what I'm suggesting, and I'm suggesting this to the whole world of neurological science research, that it is very possible that these numeric, these simple numeric sequences, that inputting information through the fingers, uh, is is turning the brain on. It's accessing different data that the brain is capable of, and it's and it's functioning. I mean, we have testimonies from uh, brain injury experts who have uh, monitored the program and. They're just shocked. They're absolutely shocked from, from what they're seeing, the results. And we're talking less than three months' time to have really, well, it, actually with Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's actually re, has responded much faster than Parkinson's or um, uh, stroke disability. But the other thing that is really, really amazing to me is that the person who had stroke uh, disability, he wasn't able to stand up basically without a very hard struggle. And that disappeared in like three months' time from one day to the next. It was just left. But what I never mentioned was that his right hand, who was paralyzed for over 10 years, right, all of a sudden I was working with his right hand. And one of his fingers picked up and played that piano key by itself. This was after three months of doing this program with him. And a similar uh, testimony that um, actually we were on your show with um, Jerry Tim, and she was talking about how her her dad um, was a vet, a veteran, and had a, 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 a terrible disability. And she said within, I think it was less than a month, all of a sudden she started seeing Seeing that change, he started seeing his paralysis in his foot, or I'd have to go back to the show to see exactly how she described it. But she said it was just remarkable because all of a sudden that was starting to reverse. Yeah, so we're it's, on the we are on we are on the cutting edge, girlfriend, of a completely new understanding of healing and the brain and neurological disorders completely reversing themselves. So, well, come I'm to the program. Test the program yourself. It's just do it, see it, do it. And when we're doing, we're starting to work with some some very famous people at, at the same time. So I'm not allowed to, I'm not at liberty to say who they are. 
Okay. Well, I need to wrap up because we're almost at the end of the hour, but thank you for calling in. Patty, why don't you give that uh, URL one more time to the program where they can check that out for free? Okay. It is alzheimersresearchproject.com. Wonderful. uh, You can reach me. Okay. That's all we've got time for today. So thanks, Patty. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.